What is up, my guys? Welcome back to the lab with uh, Mario. So, recently stumbled upon, uh, not actually recently, I actually revisited one of my favorite uh, tapes in the most recent years, at least, or one of my favorite tapes in general. It is the tape of Faces by Mac Miller. Now, that tape right there is a good one in my take because I feel it was Mac Miller really experimenting more than he usually was. So if you listen to his backtrack of uh, history, his music history, his catalogs, it goes from really bright, up-tempo rap. A lot of, I don't want to say bubblegum rhymes, I'm going to say um, a lot of rhymes that were clever and straightforward, straight to the point. Like, through sunshine or rain, he'll be there, you know, for his mom. Best day ever. Good stuff. Really good stuff. Now, I really liked when he, exper when he experimented as uh, Larry Lovestein and the uh, Velvet. I'm not too, don't remember the last name of the group. Uh, let me think or see if I remember. Larry Lumsden and Larry Lumsden and the and the and the Velvet Revival. There you go. I really like doing experiments in that. That was around uh, what 2011, 2012, I think. I believe if I'm correct. A lot of his stuff is jazz. Really hope he uh, would have made more music like that. But which you get to see more throughout the later latter years, like the Divine Feminine. Uh, really jazzy, upbeat feel to it. Swimming. Wow. One of the most creative albums that he had coming up apart from the Divine Feminine because Good AM still referenced a lot of Mac Miller like classic Mac Miller rap good Mac Miller Mac Miller regardless is great but I was uh, currently listening during this whole thing situation that we've all been in going through these past couple months I was listening to a lot of my music right and I happened to stumble upon Faces again and I remember I clicked on the first song And I was like, wow, this definitely reminded me of, whoa, when I used to get um, really high and just listen to this on and off, on and off. And it brought back a lot of memories for me, personally. It made me remember the one of the lowest points in my life and how, the, and how I felt this mixtape could relate to me. So I recently went back to listen to... Um, the whole mixtape, and I listened to Inside Outside, which is the first song, and it goes, uh, shit, I died already, came in, I was high already, I was like, everybody tripping, because my mind ain't steady, I believe that's what he says, I'm not too sure on the lyrics right now, and I'm not gonna front and be like, oh, let me look him up, no, he don't remember genuinely how it begins, but I'm pretty sure that's how it goes, so I listened to it, and I was like, damn, that really resonated with me because I definitely remember when I first was listening to the mixtape uh, 2014 I believe it was when I was listening to 2015-2014 I was heavy on uh, drugs different kinds but I remember listening to it and I was like this guy really can relate to me and I've liked Mac Miller since uh, my Mac and Easy which is early Mac early Mac before he even turned into Mac Miller then he dropped uh, Kids, The High Life, 
the high level is actually the first one I heard. And really cool. Love them a lot already. Nike's on my feet. Donald Trump. Sorry, Donald Trump was actually after. So Nike's on my feet. Uh, best. Uh, most of his stuff really, um, you know, I liked it. But I heard bases. Actually, I heard the snippet to uh, Diablo back in 2014. And I was like, oh, this this isn't the Mac Miller I I actually remember listening to. So I started listening to all of bases. Like I said, inside, outside, definitely. An introduction to the mixtape was like, wow, this shit's, (laughs) wow, she's deep. Sweet. So. I proceeded to listen to the rest of the songs. For example, Malibu really stuck with me. Therapy was another one that... And I think Funeral um, hit me on a different level because the way he's singing his lyrics, excuse me, the way he's reciting his lyrics, it's rather... Raw and uncut is what it seems like. Because his music goes with my funeral. He said he was lost inside this greedy city. Riding through, you probably missed him. His bicycle hit it and he almost got ran over. Sorry, don't remember the exact lyrics. And it's crazy because that's not the only time he references it later in the songs. Because he heard multiple songs where he references that exact scenario where he was riding a bike and he almost got uh, ran over by the mailman or postman, I believe, is what he says. Out of context, I understand. Maybe I take it to a different point because I definitely feel like the same situation, if that makes any sense. Like, I'm the kid, and plenty of times I've almost gotten hit by life, which I would interpret as uh, the mailman. Rather a little bit too. Um, what's the word I would use? I guess I would say I'm reaching in too much to it. But he then has another song on there that really, uh, really, 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 really just got me on another level. And it's called Happy Birthday. Now, I'm not going to tell you that I can completely relate to this because <laughs> I've never thrown a birthday party where I didn't care if anybody showed up because they didn't really care to see me. They just were looking to a reason to celebrate. Because that's a little bit on the other side where I don't I don't know about that, but that just sounds crazy. So he definitely says, right, that there's a birthday party going on upstairs and that it's all for him. But who the fuck cares? They won't even care if he shows his face or not because they're just looking to a reason to celebrate. And that's like, wow. It, you know, you could say, like, oh, it's pretty common just for, you know, a famous person throw a party. Nobody's really going to be too intrigued on what's going on. But... Seeing him actually sing about it, I may let's like I'm saying maybe I take it too out of context because I feel that I listen to it so much, but I listen to it and I was like, God damn, Mac Miller was a legend, and I feel the people around him weren't as intrigued to ask about him because you definitely know people heard these lyrics and I feel everybody interprets it different ways maybe people just interpret it as getting high because definitely when I first heard it I was not like oh my god no I was definitely thinking about getting high because 
it's a really catchy song and I definitely smoked to it. I definitely did some acid to it. Um had a fair share of time with the whole mixtape, like I'm saying. I for a whole while I just listened to the mixtape a lot. Then I listened to a song called Colors and Shapes on there. Now that one right there hits on a whole different level. Um, I got asked one time that how do I think I will die? Right? Never really thought about it. I always was like, ah, shit, man. I don't know, dude. Like, whatever, you know? As long as when I die, go out peaceful. But I've listened to this song multiple times. And one of the words hits me. It says, the whole premise of the song is about him basically, I would say, finding a way of himself or letting himself go or a path of himself go. That's how I interpret it, at least, right? Everybody's entitled to their opinion. But I definitely feel that. I um, feel like the captain of the song that he's talking about. If you haven't heard the song, you should definitely give it a try. Colors and Shapes by Mac Miller on his mixtape faces. Give the whole mixtape a try if you want. If you don't really listen to Mac Miller like that, this I feel that this would be a mixtape that'll make you like, okay, I, li- I could hear his new things, but I could hear the way he was coming from since back uh, a few years ago. Colors and Shape has a line where he says um, that he's meets with the captain of the ship right under underwater and he says as everybody went to safety the captain stayed commanding the ship when they asked him why he said because he wasn't done with this trip I'm like wow I feel that it's a way of life if you feel like you're not done with what you're doing or if you feel that the reason that you're doing certain things is the way you're doing it. I don't feel you should let anybody or anything stop you. You should keep doing what you're doing. No matter the circumstance, no matter whatever anybody else says, you do it, right? And Mike Miller asked the captain of the ship, well, I feel like I'm losing my grip. What should I do, right? Captain tells him, have you ever feel like holding on? Then let yourself slip, fall. And I've heard those exact words just resonated with me for a while. Then I listened back to it uh, multiple times. Because throughout the years I did, uh, of course, put those words into consideration, listening to it multiple times. But this specific time that I've been listening to it, it was just like, wow, okay. I feel I want to get to the point where I could let myself slip and be comfortable with the outcome. And I feel like I would. But when they asked me, uh, how would I think I would die? They asked me this question maybe like a few months ago. Um, well, I'm pretty sure, um, David, if you're listening, um, I think the answer is that. Um, I feel... How I die, I am not sure, but the way I think I'm dying is I think I'm going out, um, letting go, letting everything go, just not looking back. I want to die with a, hopefully if I have the opportunity, die with a decent conscience. Nothing too bad, nothing too serious. Um, don't want to take anything with me. Don't want to take any of uh, the regrets that I think I could have let go. Um, 
go with me to the grave, afterlife, or so on and so forth. I'm not too sure what happens. Excuse me. But I definitely feel that's how I want to die. And that makes it itself just wow. Mac Miller outdid himself with the mixtape faces. There's way more songs on the whole mixtape, but I will let everybody just get their own take on it. A lot of the stuff, don't get me wrong, not everything's gonna like, oh, hit you, just like, oh my god. A lot of the stuff is mix and match, because at the time, I feel the review that I would take on the mixtape would be that. It's kind of like. Mac Miller was kind of going through a path of suffering. Um, Self-suffering, though. In a way, he was kind of harming himself, but not helpless to the point where he's helpless, but he's putting his helplessness out in his music to people that definitely could have felt that way. And this is me interpreting it. I'm pretty sure if uh, rest in peace, Mac Miller was still here. He would definitely say complete, the complete opposite. But I feel as a person who's contemplated uh, suicide and been through many things, I heard songs like this or I heard stuff like this and I was like, wow, I am not the only one. I feel that he was too deep in that whole mixtape vibe going that it couldn't change its vibe to the whole mixtape that makes it feel like that. Uh, or at least I feel like when I listen to it in my lowest point in life or so far my lowest point in life, I was definitely going through it. And I feel like the a lot of the good stuff going around me was actually killing me. Like all the highs I got and everything I was doing just felt like it was eventually going to kill me. But I feel like that's a part of Mac Miller's career that's definitely out there. That's definitely what made me put Mac Miller from being a good artist to a great artist he experimented so much and I know my initial topic was just going to be to talk about this mixtape but we go to Good AM now Good AM it's a really good mixtape that's itself should be proclaimed as Afterface it should be I'm not going to say it's more creative than faces in my eyes but it's definitely more more I would say the word I'm looking for I, I my first thing, uh, language is Spanish I was going to say the word in Spanish but I'm thinking of the word in English now I would say the equivalent to it in English would be like it's just right not out there but nothing less it's Mac Miller in his true raw form that you're expecting it to whole mixtape's great and I still like how he dabbled into something more subtle. Because, yes, Wally has a um, brand name. Um, my God. Let me remember the names. Um, he has brand name, 100 grandkids. Uh, um, oh, my God. How am I even? Okay. Sorry. So he has a song. The intro to it is called uh, Doors. 
And he says, I know it's been a minute since I've been away. I don't mean a call. I don't mean, uh, I'm not saying that I'm sober, but I'm in a better place. I know I skipped some of the actual lyrics that go before this. But that intro to that album, just wow. I'm sorry, I'm trying to remember everything by heart. And I swear, usually I do. It's just uh, right now. I don't know, it's like one of my first actual audio records of myself, and I feel a little bit nervous. But I know he has uh, Rush Hour on there, two matches, 100 grandkids, uh, Weekend, and the bag, Rake a lot. Now we have, there we go, this is the song. I believe it's like, it's a two-part song. It's called uh, Perfect Circle and Godspeed. So, Godspeed. He's literally saying how he feels that he needs to change his lifestyle he's li- currently living at the time, which was a lot of uh, narcotics and a lot of, you know, stuff going on in his life. He says he doesn't want to have to OD and have doctors have to tell his mother that they could have done more or they should have done more. He also contemplates on the topic of having a child. He says if he, this girl would let him, he would definitely have a kid with it. The whole song hits on a different level because the first song is him just rapping talking about can you draw a perfect circle so on and so forth it's a really good song it's a catchy song actually I feel it catchy rather a little bit slow compared to a lot of the other songs on the album but it definitely draws your attention the way it starts and the bars that he puts out because like damn okay but then it goes to a phone call of I believe it's his father um I'm want to say it's his father I want to believe it's his father calling him and doesn't answer and he goes straight to voicemail tells him to been a while since he talked be a good time to have a talk with him have a good weekend have a good week have a good day right talk to you soon love you then he proceeds to a rap he's like I think I would have it in the bag by now uh, me and the homies be living by now and so on and so forth sorry I don't, I don't want to lie and mix up lyrics that aren't there I do know it, I swear, but like I'm saying, I'm really nervous, and I don't want to retake it. I'd rather have this just straight how it is, but he proceeds to say the rest of the lyrics where he says, um, he contemplates, uh, you know, the way that he's living his life and how it could end tragically, and how he wishes if his girl would let him have a child with him, he would, right, pre- pre- uh, procreate. Really song that just leaves you like, wow. He definitely knew what was going on. He, that's why he's personally one of my favorite artists because so unraw and so natural with it that you can't help but just want, or personally you just can't help but want his attention more because he's just putting it out there. He's not sugarcoating anything. And majority of the time, he does not even glorify drugs. He just admits that he does them and he puts them in his rhymes and pushes them out. But... I feel like he wasn't promoting them in any way. You can interpret it however you want, though. But that's one of the songs that's just like, wow. He has another couple of songs, like Ascension's a really good one, too, where he thinks, uh, what's, the, what's between heaven and hell? A brand new me. Now, that's a phrase that's just, wow. Uh, Maybe I, like I'm saying, maybe I blow it too out of context because he is my favorite artist. But he definitely says that. Then we got, um, Ross or R-O-S. I call it Ross. 
beautiful song. This is where like Mac Miller kind of dabbles back into. I feel the vibes of that. How I said Larry Lemsing and the Velvet Revival. He kind of dabbles back into like the jazzy piano. Talking, it's a love song. Starts off with Have you ever been in love? Like your vodka with a little touch of lime. You should probably take your hair as well because you've been running through my mind. Ooh, baby. They say we're no good for each other. But I can't really tell what is this boy you put me under. But uh, to me, it hits on a level where it's like, wow. One of my favorite songs off the whole album. The whole album's great. I believe it's like. 17 songs? Yes, it is 17 songs, if I am correct. Because it's, it's a jump, the festival ascension, uh, cut the check, uh, the one I said, Ross, went in Rome, Clubhouse, Break the Law, a Weekend, Time Flies, 100 Grandkids, Brand Name, Rush Hour. And I know I'm missing a few more, two matches. Yeah, what's it? Yeah, and he has a few more in the album. But let me just double back into uh, another album that really just... I'm going to skip a little bit of the timeline. I'm going to be quite honest. Now, The Divine Feminine is great, but I want to talk more about his albums that personally impacted me more on a way different level because The Divine Feminine, Feminine did uh, impact me a lot. Like, dang, I like that song a lot. The intro to it. The Divine Feminine by Mac Miller. Uh, Congratulations is the first song, actually. Not the introduction. It's called Congratulations, but it is the introduction. Stay is another good one. Planet Goddamn, Soulmate, uh, We, my favorite part. God is Fair, Sexy, Nasty. A lot of the stuff is great on that album. Don't get me wrong. Love it. Maybe I'm just a biased of Mike Motherford because they literally pretty much love everything he puts out or did put out. Possibly everything that's been coming out. I loved it. Favorite artist. So we have Swimming. Which to me at the time, I had just gotten out of a really serious relationship I had going at the time it dropped. And I bought the tape on a streaming platform. I believe it was Apple. No, it was actually Spotify, I believe, at the time I had Spotify. Because now I have both. But I remember I downloaded on Spotify first. didn't listen to it because I went to go buy the actual disc at a Target. Bought the disc. Then I streamed it. Actually, I streamed it on uh, Spotify before I streamed it on anything else for some weird reason. I bought the, I bought the CD to collect it. But before I listened to it on Spotify, I decided to uh, listen to it on my CD. Or, sorry, before I listened to it, before I listened to it on Spotify, I decided to buy the CD. So, boom, download it. And the first song is Come Back to Earth. And it starts off with my regrets with just like text I shouldn't send. And I got neighbors move like strangers and so on and forth, so forth. And he says, uh, I just need a way out of my head. I'll do anything for a way out of my head. And he says, I was drowning, but now I'm swimming. Just to... Dreadful waters. He found relief. The dreadful waters. Through tread. Sorry. The dreadful waters. He found relief. And that's just. Uh, I heard that piece. I was like, wow. Okay. This is the first song. 
this is the introduction to the actual album. So this is the first song. And I'm like, damn. This shit, this shit's outrageous. I felt word for word for what he was saying. Because I had just came out of a relationship. And the words that, how he says it is, how his regrets look just like Texas shit and sand. Definitely had multiple regrets in my head at the time about just coming out of that situation I was in. And all the words put together in my head felt like text messages I never sent out to uh, my former partner. Just, wow. And that's really how it just, wow. And now listening to it in the same group as Faces to Swimming, you could see the change, how much he grew, but his words were still true to himself. Like He wasn't putting it out for commercial success. He wasn't putting it out for anything like that. He was putting it out because that's what he felt. It, you can go back to his stuff, uh, Faces, Macadelic, a lot of his previous stuff, and a lot of the stuff sounds so same. So you feel the raw energy coming through. And change it up a bit, go back to um, go back to the Divine Feminine. Way more jazzy feel, which I love, but the lyrics don't feel the same. Maybe because at the time he was in a relationship, and a lot of the songs are towards the partner he was with. And I'm just like, Psh, I feel this. I can't keep on losing you, you know? Got the little vibe to it. But you listen to Swimming. First introduction to the song, you're like, God damn. Okay, man. I feel you. Hurt feelings comes on. That's another one right there. That's another one that I listened to and I was like, okay. The music to it. Really catchy, upbeat. Not too upbeat. Not as upbeat as the what's the use. But it definitely has its little like. Mm. It is the second track. I think it starts off. I'm always saying I won't change, but I ain't the same. The lyrics to that are just, you know, you could say like, oh, it's really generic. Anybody could say that. But in my current life, how I've been <laughs> these past couple years. I've been in the same situation, at least for this last year and a half. Granted, my job doesn't, wouldn't let me change much besides uh, myself, which I have changed myself, but not to an extent. But I've always said, like, I'm not going to change. I'm going to be the same person. But I've noticed that I changed. Look back to a year ago. Look back to two years. I'm not the same person I said I was. I don't even uh, do half the stuff I used to do. I'm not doing LSD. I'm not doing... Uh, uh, synthetic I'm not doing uh, Crack I'm not doing anything Change Completely change But It just Hits me on a different level Because I remember I used to be the person Up on the block Before I uh, Changed my career And then where I am now I used to be like I ain't changing I'm sticking to the same thing I'm gonna, You know what I'm saying Like I'm gonna be with the boys I'm gonna be with the girls you know, I'm gonna be chilling I'm gonna be living Fast forward now um, A lot of people are like Oh Oh psh. Yo, you changed, man. You changed, bro. You changed, man. What's up, yo? Changed? I'm like, I don't know. I don't like that. But. And then he. Back to Mac Miller, he says, everything is different. I can't complain. I could say the same. 
everything is different right now and I can't complain the situation I'm in this exact moment I can't complain about it but I'm rather optimistic I feel I'm rather optimistic because I feel that I'm doing this I'm recording myself talking about an album and I feel that helps me because it's an album one of my favorite artists talking about uh, his current uh, projects that he had put out and I feel like this makes me uh, time goes by I feel pretty good but yeah so he says that the rest of the song is pretty you know you, if you haven't listened to the album definitely give it a try which I think if somebody would click on this would probably I'd already heard um, most of Magma music or at least some of it to at least know what I'm talking about but if you definitely haven't heard the song you definitely should listen to it the album is great too the next song is uh, What's the Use now, I'm not going to talk about much about What's the Use because I really like this song a lot a lot the beat phenomenal definitely uh, first time I heard it I was like whoa cranked it up all the way up great song we got Perfecto learning perfect but I don't mind because it's worth it Back, um, not that I'm any importance or my words aren't any importance to it but like I'm saying when I first heard this album I had just gotten out of a pretty sure it's relationship I'm listening to Perfecto and I just sit there and be like damn I should have definitely um, changed like I shouldn't have changed I should have kept everything because it wasn't perfect our relationship wasn't perfect but I didn't mind I should have said I didn't mind at least because I never did situation that uh, that's for a different completely different topic on how I ended that uh, serious relationship but a part of me always uh, heard that song for the first time and a part up to this day a part of me still like because it's worth it and then he said is it is it is it is it like on the surface it looks all fine but it's it's a good song self care that single itself was great the music video to it is uh, doing the whole uh, uh, what is it the one inch punch two inch punch of Bruce he's doing the punch from uh, Kill Bill or Bruce Lee but he's doing it uh, inside the coffin like in uh, Kill Bill great super great but we go to Wings These Are My Wings that's another one that's a really another good song Wings is a really good song I'm going to keep just, I guess, at this point, I'm only talking about Mike Miller. Don't really know why I keep on. It was supposed to just be about his uh, Faces mixtape, but I find myself listening to the whole thing. It's just a spiel, I guess. But we got that whole mixtape. We got Wings, Ladders, Small World, Conversation Part 1, Don't Know, great song, Jet Fuel, 2009. That's just a, that's a good one. It's a really good one. So it goes is the the last track on the album. Beautiful song too. Then we come to most recent album that was released after his uh passing. So you got Circles. So when I first heard Circles, I heard the single of um Good News and I was ready to I was getting ready to go on deployment. First deployment ever. First time leaving uh the U.S. to go on deployment. I was like, okay. And I heard good news. Good news, good news, good news. That's all I want to hear. You know? 
Sorry for the tapping. Didn't mean to do that. But I heard good news for the first time. I'm like, damn. That's definitely all I want to hear. Because coming up to going on deployment, I had been out to, like, I had been out of the U.S. with the, my branch, my military branch. But I had never gotten out to actual deployment. So I'm hearing good news. The song. And I'm like, granted, everything I've heard before deployment, they say, yo, deployment sucks. Like, yeah, you do when I get it. Like, you do, you you do save money because you don't really get to spend it. But it sucks. Uh, situation sucks. Contact with family sucks. Um, so many days without um, having any, like, form of contact. Any 30, 40, 30, 40 days, maybe up to 50, 60 of not being in land or just not being in places where you can go socialize like clubs bars or anything so like okay and they're just saying how work is going to be harder and how we're always going to be on constant movement and always on alert because you know watch out for whatever may come up so i'm a little bit you know worried first time but i hear good news and i'm like okay okay cool one song and i'm like rest of the album is supposed to drop and I'm like shit I think I go on deployment before it fully drops because when I went on deployment was on the 17th of January 2020 I'm like shit I only got good news I'm not gonna be able to hear the rest of the album um that day before we're leaving, it's not midnight yet, but I'm waiting for the album. I'm like, dude, I know the album's going to drop soon. I'm ready, I'm ready, and I'm just trying to get it because we're leaving the January 17th in the morning. But I think the album released, it, the album did release at midnight. Release is midnight. Definitely download it. It's not downloading for some weird reason. Ends up downloading at the end. And I was like, bam. Didn't, I'm not going to lie to you. Didn't listen to it for like the first two weeks that I had to download it because I was working and I'd finish work and then I'd get busy and go to bed. Wasn't really on my phone. Didn't want to get on my phone because then I was going to realize like, yo, what the fuck? I'm not going to be able to go home today or whatever the case may be. But I click on the first song. Finally laying down. Click on circles. And I'm like, it starts off a little slow. And I believe he says, this is what it looks like right before you fall. Stumbling around, you've been guessing your direction. Next if you can see it all. And I don't have a name. Who am I to blame? Who am I to blame, though? I cannot be changed. I cannot be changed. Trust me, I tried. Just end up uh, right at the start of the line, drawing circles. That piece right there was just like, damn. I sat down and I was like, fuck, dude. Maybe because I was thinking about my work too much, but I'm like, God, shit. Everything I'm doing is just a circle. Every day is like a groundhog day. I'm doing the exact same thing. And I'm taking it into my own perspective here rather than how Mac was saying it. But I couldn't be changed even if I wanted to. Then I started thinking, like, damn, I put myself in this situation. Signed a contract. Now I'm here. It's a circle. I put myself in the circle because I always said, I don't want to be a... Entrapped in something I always want to be a free spirit So on and so forth Right I was the person That preached it the most 
ah, fuck that, you can't hold me down, this and that. I have a lot of family members who've been in and out of the system of prison and shit. So I was like, Psst, I'm not going to go to prison, but I, I'm just going to continue to sell a little bit of weed, a little bit of acid, and do it myself. I'll be good, you know, free spirit, don't care. Was the first person that would deny all this shit. Don't know. Well, I had a lot of stumbles upon the close two, actually, three incidents, actually, where I came, like, close to uh, death or overdosing, whatever. That made me change my mind, and I ended up in the situation I am now, right? I'm like, shit, dude. For the person who was talking the most shit about, nah, I'm not going to be trapped. I'm not going to be doing the same thing. I ended up in a circle. I ended up in a continuous circle of what I'm doing right now. And I definitely heard that. Like, shit. Shit, man. Even when I don't think about it, like, I feel like your words just speak to me on a different level. That to be the intro to the album was great. Complicated is another good one. Blue World, I feel like it's the only song that's out of like really rap in that whole uh, album. Because a lot of the stuff is like slowed down, uh, it sounds like a jazzy, not a jazzy, sorry, like a rockish alternative sound to it that I love. I fucking loved it. But I feel like Blue World is the only one that's like, boom, out there in rap. He ain't politic and he ain't kissing no babies. Like, the whole shit sounds really dope. I would say it's that one and shit. Most of the other stuff sounds a little bit more alternative to me. But, like, we got, I can see, I guess, would be the other one. But everybody, goddamn, everybody's going to lose. Beautiful song story behind it, the story that it says about the man who couldn't even see, couldn't tie his shoes, but he could play the music, and he was great at it, so he's like, wow, you know, because you still know that at the end of the day, rich, money, blind, poor, whatever, everybody's going to lose, because everybody's going to die, there's no way around it, sorry, now, this is when I would ask the listeners, if y'all are listening, how do you think you will die? Exactly, I don't know, because I don't know how I'm dying, but I said how I would want to. Then we go down a Woods, which is a really good song. Hand me downs. I think maybe I should thank you. Baby, maybe I should buy you another round, because you said you care. You don't want to hold me down. That's, wow. Because all he ever needed was somebody that could keep him sane. Those words just hit me at a different level. Because I definitely heard that And since I got out of that really serious relationship I haven't been in another relationship I have been uh, exp- Like you know Out How you would say I've been with multiple uh, Partners Definitely had A lot of uh, Little Flings here and there But nothing too serious I always find myself Just backing out or You know Not taking it serious don't know why but those lines from hands me down just hit different this song is another good one surf it's a beautiful song if you haven't listened to surf from mag miller's uh circles definitely give it a listen beautiful song 
once a day. And then he, when I was, we finally ended up touching land, and it turns out that he dropped the deluxe version. Right, the song Right should have been definitely in the first cut, but I understand why I made the second, because people needed to hear that. But I feel like that's my talk on Mike Miller. Um, one of my favorite, I would say one of my favorite, but I'm gonna say it hands down my favorite artist. I prior to having tattoos, I never had any. Well, I had one mistake. Got it when I was 12 years old. Stupidest tattoo you can think of. Have it in my uh, upper left eye. Regret it. Been thinking about like removing it for the longest. But haven't reminded me of memories, but don't show it to anybody. Definitely try to hide it. But every time I end up being with some uh, female or some partner, they end up seeing it. And they kind of laugh at it. I kind of chuckle with it too. But it's whatever. So prior to that, I didn't have any serious tattoos that I wanted. Uh, I ended up getting a tattoo of Mac Miller. It's the uh, little diver that he used to promote uh, swimming. Because I feel that album, like I said, I had just gotten out of a really serious uh, spot in my life that I thought I was definitely going to be committed to. Maybe, maybe it was just puppy love, but I feel it was more than that because we had been together for a while. But I got the tattoo and that representation when he says, uh, and I was drowning, but now I'm swimming through stressful waters to relieve. I feel that after I experimented with a lot of, uh, a lot of the drugs I was doing, I ended up going to rehab a couple times. I feel that after all that, and I was able to surpass it and get out of the toxic behavior I was doing, toxic actions I was uh, committing, I felt that when I heard that and thought about myself a little bit more, I said, well, I was drowning. I don't want to say I'm swimming yet, but I'm definitely kicking. Not drowning, just kicking enough to have my head above water. Because I'm not a good swimmer, but metaphorically, or actually, or physically, not a good swimmer, but I feel like I'm treading water at the point where I could just have my mouth above water. I'm not dying yet. But that is how that interpreted me, actually. And back to circles. The album was great. Glad I got to listen to it through deployment. Mike Miller, rest in peace, buddy. Music impacted my life, and I'm more than sure that they impacted more lives than you could think of. But to the topic of how do I think I will die once again, not too sure, but I do know how I want to die. And with all that being said, my conclusion to this is a question that I wanted to ask myself, and I said, well, what more way to ask it? What better way to ask it to myself than writing it down here and taking my own thought for it. I put myself, said, where's my life headed? I said, my, my name's Mario. I said, Mario, where's my life headed? Thought about it. And I just, see, if I were to have a clear view of where my life was headed, I would definitely be cool. I would want to know. But I, quite frankly, I don't. And... I see my life headed in the direction that it's going to go. I'm currently in a river just flowing down. 
goes, it goes. It doesn't, it doesn't. I'm not going to ponder about it. But I thought after listening to all this and discussing to myself about the different types of the music I was listening to, I was like, well, maybe I'll be able to um, have an answer for uh, my question that I was asking myself. But I quite frankly don't. My life is headed in the direction that it's headed. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. Uh, try to learn myself as much more as I can. Involve myself and myself more. Involve myself with people more. Involve myself in just productivity in general. Keep doing what I'm doing. Um, but with that being said, where do you think your life is headed? If there's a listener out there, where would you think your life is headed? Shit, um different topic different time but this was a I feel it was a great session to be one of my first sessions I feel I did decent now a lot of repetitiveness I feel and whatever it may be I feel like I could get better at it but if 42 minutes I believe is what my time is going or something like that not bad I feel I could keep doing this maybe someday uh, it's a hobby because currently uh, my job wouldn't just let me flow on about it and be all about it. Which, uh, talking about it is a really great thing. And I think I'm going in too much of a circle, so let me just cut it off. This was uh, my second uh, episode on the lab with Mario. So thank you guys for listening, and hopefully I drop some more gems or some more talks. Thank you.